Hey everyone, this is Jason with Beacon76. The upcoming podcast you are about to hear will be introduced as Two Peas in a Podcast. This was our original name before we changed it to Beacon76. William and I hope you enjoy listening. Feel free to reach out to us with your feedback at beacon76show at gmail.com. You are listening to Two Peas in a Podcast. I'm William. And I'm Jason. And uh, today we're just freestyling it. We don't really have a basic topic or category that we're going to cover today. Um, and the thing that I wanted to bring up to you, Jason, was uh, I remember going to your house and playing Murder in the Dark. <laughs> okay. Yes. And Murder in the Dark sounds like a really crude, crude name mm-hmm. for a game, mm-hmm. but... Just for the people that are listening, just give us the basic, not who the players are per se, Mm -hmm. but can you explain to the people that are listening how the game works, how it's played? Okay, so basically Murder in the Dark is a game that you play at night, right, with uh, X amount of people. It could be anywhere. It was better if it has five and up uh, amount of people. Right. And uh, you have one person who is the actual murderer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you have everybody else who are, you know, non-murderers. Okay. Okay? You have a deck of cards. Right. Each person grabs said card from this group of cards. Whoever gets the ace of spades okay. is the murderer. So nobody knows who the murderer really is. Right. Okay? Now... You you want to make sure that your house or wherever it is that you were playing this particular game is dark. We like to do it inside, and we would go and we would black out the windows. Right. We'd make it so dark you barely could see your hand in front of your face. Right, and I remember that we also had to uh, try to wear really dark clothing. Yes, we, we suggested that everybody wear dark clothing. That um, And we did this. We were doing this with our youth group kids. Right, so we were doing this with like middle school teenage kids, so we wanted to make sure that they were hard to see, you know what I mean, okay. and not just making it easy on everybody. Okay, and then so once the murderer knows who, who the they murder, are, who they are, what are they tasked with doing? What they are tasked with doing is they're tasked with going throughout the house or wherever you might be playing this game. And they are tasked with going up and whispering into a person's ear, you have been murdered. Right. Okay? Without anybody else hearing them. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? Now, what everybody else's task is to do is to hide and listen. Okay. And see if they can start to narrow down and determine who the murderer is without being caught okay and i think i also remember that if uh if you're alive if you're not hiding you can go around and try and find other people that are alive Mm -hmm. and you have to whisper in their ear and ask them if they're alive or dead yes and if you find somebody that's dead Mm -hmm. then you have to yell right murder in the dark murder in the dark then everybody goes to the the meeting point 
where what? where everybody drew the cards. Right. Okay. We'll wait until everybody gets to the designated area, uh-huh. and then we'll turn on a light. Okay. And then that person has three guesses in order to try to determine who they think the murderer is. Okay. Right? If they're wrong, there's no real penalty in that. Right. We'll turn off the light, give a 10 count. They scatter like cockroaches. With the exception of the person that was found dead sits out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're put into the, the, the graveyard. All right? So you would have a designated area, which would be the graveyard. Okay. And then we go back to playing the game as it is. Okay. And then eventually it gets down to the point where there's only a few people left. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, somebody actually finally is able to... Or the murderer actually kills everybody in the group and wins the game. Okay. Now, the reason why I asked you Mm -hmm. to explain... This game that we used to play, and we haven't played in years. And oh, I know. We just don't have the, the people uh-uh. to, to play it anymore. But the reason why I asked you to explain it is, what if I told you that there's a video game that exists right now uh-huh. with the basic same premise? Of playing this Murder in the Dark game? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's called Among Us. And it's apparently been out Mm -hmm. and available for people to play for the last two years, but it's only recently Mm -hmm. become popular, okay? Really? Yeah. So check this out. You enter a lobby with 10 other people, right? And you can create a game, like design the, the tasks that are supposed to be done in the game. But ultimately, if uh, you're hosting the game or someone else is host, hosting the game, you you join a lobby, right? Okay. Ten people. Okay. And then the game starts. The, the difference is that when the game starts, the game will tell you if you're a crewmate or an imposter. Mm-hmm. Now, the imposter will go around and try to do the same kind of tasks that you're doing but also sabotage things ah. that other people are trying to get done. And, and you see, in the, real, in, the, in the real one, not the game, but uh-huh. the one we used to do, people would actually do that as well. Okay. Right? They would try to go around and kind of be sneaky about... There was really no rules to the game. So uh-huh. if somebody asked you, you know, are you, are you alive or dead... You know, sometimes people would be a little tricky about it. Okay. You know? So, there's two ways in the game. Okay. Let's say, so the imposter also has a special skill that everybody else that's, that are a normal crewmate wouldn't be able to to Uh do. And there's these vents or holes. It depends on which map you're on. Mm -hmm. And they can travel from one area of the map to another and everyone else can't do that these imposters the imposter yeah and sometimes there can be one imposter or there can be two oh wow in in some of the videos that i've watched okay Mm -hmm. so what happens is when someone finds a dead body Mm -hmm. they kind of there's an alert and then everybody funnels to this table in the game and basically a, a lobby or chat room comes up 
Now on the PC version, you actually have audio and you can actually speak your case as mm -hmm. to, you know, if you're the one that found the body, okay, where did you find it? You know, did you see anybody near you? Right. You know, um, sometimes uh, somebody's watching the cameras, right? And right. they'll see the imposter pop down a vent or a hole. Uh -huh. And then they'll just call a meeting and say, hey, I, uh, I saw so-and-so you know, go through a vent. Right. And that's a first indication that, that they're the imposter. But sometimes the imposter can call a meeting and say the same thing same about that somebody else. else. Oh, so that's cold-blooded. You know? And so huh. there's a lot of that's this, cold. like, espionage. So is this like a... Is this like a uh, uh... It's for it's on your mobile device. You can download oh, it. Oh, so this is mobile. Yeah, I have it on my phone. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can play with like you play online. It's like an online yeah. thing. You play you, when you, you're playing you with a group of people. You, you could practice and free play. You know, um, get the yeah. get the feel for a game. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's local, which I haven't tried yet, and I'm assuming that's like if you're in a group of of people that you know right. that are all playing together. Okay. But then there's online, and you can either host a host a lobby or. You know, join one right, that's right, already right. there, mm -hmm. and like I said, before the game starts, it'll let you know if uh, if you're a crewmate or the imposter. That's crazy. Okay, and then if you're a crewmate, mm -hmm. you have specific tasks that are supposed to be done by you in the map. Right. Okay. So you can't just sit in one place. Ah, uh, see, see, okay? that's different from the 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 home version. The home version, you're supposed to sit in one place. There's you want to just like. There, there's a, a, a slight exception to the rule, though. Mm -hmm. Once your tasks are complete, you can either like go to go to you know go to cameras. You, yeah. you can go to cameras and say, "Hey, I've done all my." Or you can call a meeting, tell everybody, "Hey, I'm done with my stuff." Mm -hmm. You know, I've done that before, and just stay in the lobby. And other people that are done with their stuff stay in the lobby. Okay. You know, and it makes if you team up with someone. Sometimes that makes it more difficult for the imposter to. So what's, what's the what's the what's the premise of the game? What's the point of it? The same point as Murder in the Dark to find out who. If you're the imposter, your job is to kill everybody. Everybody. So your everybody's task is to find out who the imposter exactly. is. Oh. Just like in Murder in the Dark. Right. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Yeah, and what's crazy is that it's been out for for two years and it's just barely getting. Like popular, yeah, it's getting popular, right? And I mean, that's probably how I found out about it. I see, I've seen memes about it on right. Instagram, and that's crazy. Um, it's it's the, the games are quick, uh -huh. you know. There's people that'll that'll uh, join a lobby and they don't want to be the imposter, right? Right. They want to be the crewmate. Yeah. Now, see, it, the way that the imposter doesn't win mm -hmm. is by every because everyone has a vote. It's not just one person that votes. When you call a meeting... That's oh, a majority vote. Yes. Nice. When you call a meeting, uh -huh. everyone votes. You okay. have... Even including you. If you're the imposter, you also have a vote. Oh, see. So I'm voting... Yeah. I'm voting for, like, Billy Bob did it. Right. <laughs> and so everyone has a vote. Right. And the majority rolls. Now, when... When... If everybody votes for somebody, I've seen games where they tell you, oh, the person you kicked off the ship in the outer space or whatever was not the imposter. Ah. Then I've also seen that you won't know if they're the imposter until... Right. Until until everybody knows. So do you get like... Um, is it like bragging rights or do you get like points or... No. It's just one done. 
The one get, and done. Oh, it one makes it done. simple. It keeps it simple. Very simple. It keeps and it. and right now, like I said, it's it primarily for PC for audio. Mm -hmm. If you play it on your mobile device, when you go to the lobbies, you got to type in. Oh yeah, you got to do the text thing and stuff. Right. You don't have a headset on or nothing like that. Well, even if you have a headset, it's not set up to for, for you to talk. Oh, okay. It doesn't I mean, you can hit the microphone, but it's not gonna do nothing. No, you can hit the little microphone on your keyboard uh -huh. to receive the the text that you want to say. Oh, to I make get it a little I bit easier. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Because time is precious when you're in the lobby to like either t tell your case or right, you know, right, claim your innocence. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, so it, it's fun. It's like I said, you know, that's that's fun. I know that from when we were playing it <clears throat> with the the kids, man. Like I said, we used to do it with uh, uh, me and my wife. We ran a, a, a junior high group, right? Mm -hmm. And we did it. We were doing it with like junior high kids, and then we move up to high school kids. And our biggest thing was trying to keep, you know, them from <laughs> being being teenagers in dark rooms. Right. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? I was just like, "Come on, guys, we got to be. Uh, we're, we're playing a game here, not not." Uh, Having a a, a makeout session. <laughs> yeah, and then the the other way that the uh, imposter can be found um, is uh, if everyone works together that hasn't died yet mm -hmm. to complete all the tasks. So the imposter would start doing the task. No, the imposter acts like he's doing tasks. Oh, but he's not actually. Doing and there's it. a little task bar. Oh, and I see. Sometimes you got to be slick. If you're the imposter, you could be seen near something, mm -hmm. right? Because it doesn't actually show you physically moving on the machine at all. Huh. It. So, so sometimes the imposter will just stand there. Right, right. And, and act he, like he's doing something, like but not actually doing be doing something. It kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like guys at your job. You know. Like they're sitting there not doing something. They act like they're doing something, but they're not really doing something. Right. And so the, <laughs> the, the, the task bar will go up if you see somebody working in an mm -hmm. area that you know tasks are usually done. If right. they walk away from that area and the task bar has gone up, uh -huh. then you know that they're le legit. But the imposter has a pull-down menu mm -hmm. where at any point he can see something that is fixed mm -hmm. and just tap on it. He doesn't actually have to go to the location in the map. He can just bring down this little uh, map that shows different areas and just tap on it and then... Act like it's done. No. Or act like uh, he's working on it. No, he, he sabotages oh, it. Oh, and he'll sabotage it. Remotely. Oh, wow. So sometimes the imposter can sabotage something and then it'll... Like the oxygen, I think it is. Mm-hmm. A whole alarm will go off and there'll be arrows pointing yeah so he can sabotage it and then run over there with everyone else like oh let me go try to help out with fixing this thing oh wow you know but there's you also have to you know isolate people uh -huh. make sure that you're not seen on the camera so it's a lot more difficult to be the imposter than then it, it is, is to, to be, be the crewmate. Yeah. Oh, okay now the cool thing about being a crewmate is um, that that wasn't available in Murder in the Dark is that once you're dead, you stay you you turn into a ghost. Oh, that'd be cool. And you could watch the rest of the game be played out. Yeah. So you could kind of follow the imposter around. 
and see what where he's, he's doing or see where what he's, he's up to nah. and see see him kill people mm-hmm. um and and stuff like that yeah and then that would be kind of a cool little uh a cool little thing to add to the actual like home version of that if it was possible you know to be able to make you be able to roam around but you would need to do that in a bigger space like there's no way there's no way that you could do a roam around ghost a scenario in like a small little house with a bunch of kids you know because no. they'd get it mixed up they get you mixed up but if we were doing it in like a bigger arena or you know like a gym or something like that that could be a possible possibility i mean you know for to have that aspect in the i was the i was i was in one game and i was done with my tasks uh-huh. and a meeting was called that i didn't call and i let the lobby know hey i'm done with my tasks and um the imposter says, oh, um, you know, I still have some tasks that I need to do. You can follow me. And other people had already kind of sus- suspected him. Mm-hmm. And I told him, all right, I'm going to follow this because uh, you can kind of pick your, your colors mm-hmm. sometimes and little hats and stuff that you can wear on your head. Right. So I was orange and I was following the imposter that I didn't know was the imposter at the time. I said, hey, I'm going to hang out with the green guy. Okay, if somebody finds me dead, then you know that it's green in the next round. A whole nother round went by where someone else found another dead body. They didn't vote him out. And then the round after that, they did. So when they go to meetings, Mm -hmm. you can see the dialogue that they type out. Uh, So you still, but you can't participate in it. Oh, that sucks. You're a ghost. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You can hear, you know, so you get, you can hear the, the inside mind. What are you talking about, man? People have psychic visions all the time, man. (laughs) Right? Come on, man. You can't, they can't have like a, a, a psychic type vision of you typing in, it's the green guy. The green guy did it. No? Right. It don't work that way? Mm -mm. (laughs) No. No. Dang it, man. I mean, come on, we do that now. Everybody, you know, people have all this all the time. No, and then after the game ends one way or another, um, you know, I think there's a full version that you can pay for, but I haven't paid for it. Watch a little advertisement, five seconds, whatever. Right, And then you go back to the lobby, and some people might have stayed there to continue playing. Because they paid for it. No, <laughs> they didn't get. They didn't have to wait for the commercial. No, they waited. They <laughs> waited, but maybe they decided to go to another lobby, or right. they were done playing for the day. Right, right. So yeah, uh, whenever you get some free time, I, yeah, I'll have to check it out, man. That sounds yeah. You're like gonna, so, you're gonna. Do you think I'm gonna get addicted to it? No, I don't think you're gonna get addicted to it. I think that you're gonna trip out on how the similarities, the similarities between. In, yeah, you're like, oh, man, why would right? Too bad I wasn't a video game designer because this would have been right. This I would have taken that idea and put it right into this format. Exactly. Well, since we're talking about games, like, remember when it was, let's talk about when we were like kids? Because obviously when we were kids, we didn't have video games, right? I mean, we did, but we didn't. Uh-huh. Like, what were your kind of games when you were playing when you were a kid? Well, like, did you have like outdoor games that you'd play? Yes. Well, I mean. So for our listeners, uh, we are doing our podcast from the most southwest city. Yeah. There you go, Southern, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, in the United States, Imperial Beach. Right. Uh, not too far from Imperial Beach. I did a lot of my growing up in a part of San Diego, which is San Ysidro. Right. Okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> most people, when they're growing up, 
Mm-hmm. They had cowboys and Indians. Right. 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 But for me, uh, in my neighborhood, the kids kind of put together this game based on the apartment complex that I lived in. Okay. In, and it was called La Migra Boyo. La Migra Boyo. And for those that don't speak Spanish, that basically translates into people who are trying to cross the border and the border patrol. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense for the, you know, the area that you're in. And I didn't know any better as a kid. Right. I, I mean, we just were trying to play a game. Right. Okay. And so basically there was a, a, a playground in the middle of the apartment complex. Uh-huh. All right. And we would usually play at night. Okay. And you would have one person who, one or two people that were Border Patrol agents who would stay at the playground. And that was kind of like the, the holding cell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and all, all the other kids would hide. Yeah. Right. And, and they, were, they were the ones that the uh-huh. Border Patrol had to catch. Uh-huh. Okay. So usually one person would stay at, at the playground while one person went looking. Now, once you found somebody, there was kind of like a a trust thing. Like, hey, if you're caught, they, you know, you got to give yourself up. You don't run away. Yeah, you, okay? and you, you got to stay in. You got to stay in jail or wherever. Yeah, you got to stay within the perimeter of the apartment complex. You can't right, go right. like across the street. And yeah, all this other yeah, stuff. You, you have be, boundaries. You, you have boundaries. You can't go in your house. Yeah, you know, all that stuff. No, but once once a a, a agent had found somebody they would bring them back to the the playground and okay. as a holding cell okay? okay and they would continue going until everyone was found but the catch was is that if there weren't enough agents at the okay. playground someone that hadn't been caught yet uh-huh. could run by the playground and smack the hand of somebody in the playground and free them and free them that's what i'm talking about so the game... Oh, it was always just going on and on. It's kind of like playing freeze tag yeah. in the middle of... And so so the fun part about it is that when you weren't on mm-hmm. the Border Patrol side, yeah. then you hid. Right. You know, once once everybody was found, then everybody switched his place. Switch sides. Switch. You know? And then that just kept the game going on yeah, and on Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Remember those times when you were a kid, man? You were out until like the sun, sun went down and the street lights came on, you know? Yep. That's how I was. We were, man, see, I'm, I'm, you're from, you're originally from the San Diego area. I originated in Bakersfield. Uh-huh. Right? So, so you had more like. I had the Cowboys and Indians. You and know? Like desert. Yeah, we was in the, the, the valley. Mm-hmm. We were, it's hot. Right. Stupid hot. Like 120, you know? Mm-hmm. But. I like that kind of heat. Not to change the topic. I get off topic sometimes. You have to no, forgive me. But, it's a freestyle. Uh, I have, man. I go squirrel. I have my squirrel moments. So yeah. I get. I can totally handle that dry heat, dude. Uh huh. Right. I'm all about this dry heat. But when it comes to this freaking humidity stuff, man, where there's moisture in the air and it's making that hot, wet, nasty, sticky, <gasps> you can't hardly breathe kind of heat. I'm not mm-hmm. about that life, man. I, I that's why I gotta live as close to the beach as possible, mm-hmm. because even though it's hot and humid, you still get that nice offshore breeze. You get that that marine layer that sets in. You know, you get that nice ocean cooling. 
that kind of just makes it feel a little bit better than it really is, you know? Because mm-hmm. you know, the further inland you go, the hotter it gets. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? But, yeah, we used to play, man, we used to play because it was hot. <laughs> We'd always play, like, tag outside. And most of our time playing was in the evening time when it was a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. But one of the, one of the, I would say the mo- the most fun. That's not even a way to say it. The, the the funnest, you know, games that we would play when I was a kid was early morning. So there's times in Bakersfield when I was young, right? Okay. That we would have fog delays. Fog delays. Yes. You don't even know what the heck a fog delay here is in San Diego. No. Okay, so... In, I mean, I've heard rain delays in baseball. Yeah. In, in Bakersfield, we would have a fog delay. Okay. So you would listen... When you, when you would wake up in the morning, right? If you couldn't see your neighbor's house, you're pretty darn sure there's going to be a fog delay, right? All right. So what it, did that affect? It affects school. Oh, okay. So you would listen for your school on the radio, Right. And if your school was into that fog delay, you're de- you were delayed going to school for like an hour, hour and a half till the fog burned off. Okay. So the the kids in your neighborhood that you hung out with, we play hide and go seek in the fog. Oh. Right. And I'm telling you not. I'm t- I'm kidding you not, dude. The fog was so thick, like you couldn't see your neighbor's house across the street. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was so thick you couldn't see your neighbor's house next door to you. Wow, it was thick, right? So now you're playing, you're playing hide and go seek in this fog that you can't even see, <laughs> you can't even see the guy in front of you. Right, and it just made it so fun to play this game. I, 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 we, we would all, every time, every time we had a fog delay, all the kids would, all, all my buddies and the kids in the area, we'd all get on the phone with each other and be like, hey man. What about some fog tag? You ready for some fog tag? And that's 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 what we enjoy doing. Yeah, there was another one that uh, we used to play, and um, this one was actually at church. I think that it was learned, and I don't remember the song that goes with it, but I'll give you the basic premise of the game. Uh-huh. Um, everyone that's playing uh, is assigned a secret color of an egg that they are. Okay. And then there's like a wolf that, like, one person plays a wolf, okay. right? Uh-huh. And there's a certain type of song that they kind of sing, like, it's a rhyming thing. Mm-hmm. And in that song, they declare which egg they're, they're looking for. Okay? okay. And when that color is announced, someone has to run from the safe area. Across the yard, it's kind of like Red Rover, Red Rover. In, in a yes, but no. Um, <clears throat> so the colors announced, and if your color, if you're that color, you run. You have to run past the the, the person wolf. that's playing the wolf, the wolf uh-huh. tag something, and make it back without him catching. Without it. him catching. Ah, oh, nice. And then. Once he catches all the eggs, then I guess somebody else plays the wolf, but that killed some time, too. Oh, yeah. But I wish I could remember how the song goes. Um, (laughs) 
it's it, it was just one of those running games. Running around. That's all we did when we were it's kids, all man. these forms of chase and, right? and hide and seek. I don't... It, we were, that's all we were about when we were young, is just being outside. It's totally... It's totally a different atmosphere now, as far as... I think a lot of the youth, you know? Well, I mean... You had, like, that thing that was popular. You know, you had some kids that were into skateboarding. Oh, yeah. So they would do, like, the, the skateboarding, skateboarding thing. thing. Then you had people that would ride bikes. That BMX thing. You yeah. know? Um, then you... And I'm not talking about, like, at school. Well, school is one thing. No, you're talking about extracurricular activities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I would, like, really learn how to play football. Mm-hmm. When I lived in the apartment complex, all the kids in the neighborhood, you know, yeah, were playing, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to play it, right, right. So and, you started just jumping in with the the kids in the neighborhood, and and then like in their spare time, right, started picking up how to play. I think that other kids caught on for me specifically, uh-huh. caught on to to knowing that I didn't know mm-hmm. how to play football. Yeah, right. I didn't know how to throw a ball. I didn't know how to catch a football. Like, none of that stuff. Yeah. So, I kind of remember a group of kids, like two or three, I think they wanted to use me as a secret weapon. So, they, (laughs) in their own time, Uh kind of slowly... Molded. Yeah, started teaching me, like, how to catch and and maybe how to throw a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Catching was the primary thing. You were pretty tall when you were younger, weren't you? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't reach the height that I'm at until like junior high, okay. high school, like early high school maybe. But um, once they, I think their focus was me catching the ball oh, because okay. if if I'm on a, a team's offense and I I can't catch for anything, nobody's gonna have to worry about covering me. Yeah. But you know, if you get that one moment where I'm open and you know that. You've been working with me to and catch you, the ball. And nobody's covering and you. And nobody's covering for me. Because they know you can't catch. It's easy money. <laughs> and maybe that first time I, I catch it, you, you know, we get a, the first down or a touchdown or whatever. Or what not. You know, maybe they're like, oh, uh, you know, that was a lucky, that was yeah, a lucky one time. It'll never happen again. It'll never happen again. But right. then I think they had to learn the hard way when they started going to me more often. And then right. if I could throw, then that means that the people that are used to catching Right. You know. They're out there making the catches. They're out there making the, the catches, making the, and I'm the one slinging the ball. You're the the dimes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, one of, I, one of the one of the other, the, the, I can't even talk. One of the other things that I really enjoyed when I was younger, um, when I was living in Bakersfield, before I moved here to San Diego, was um, I loved basketball. I played a lot of basketball growing up in my adolescence, and... Um, I used to spend hours upon hours at the park playing pickup games underneath the, you know, at the park, at the, at the courts, at the parks. Uh-huh. And the courts in Bakersfield that we would play out, they had the lights and everything like that. So we'd be out there until like sometimes like nine, ten o'clock at night, the lights on, you know, out there playing basketball, just a bunch of bunch of pickup games and then and the thing about those pickup games is, is that's fun is like you know you never know who your teammate's gonna be you never know who you're gonna get put with unless you go there with a group of guys 
you know? Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about that is, is you're always playing with different people. Yeah. And everybody plays a different way and everybody has a different way of doing things. And if you, you, you'll notice like with yourself, if you start to play with a bunch of different people and start to, uh, you start to learn a, a lot of different ways of, you know, playing the game or handling the ball or getting, be handling certain situations. I enjoyed it. It was fun for me now, being on that. Now, any, one thing I don't know about you, did you ever pass any of what skill you acquired doing all of that? into playing in high school yeah so i played a little bit of basketball in high school um but unfortunately for me when i got here to san diego uh, my, my life kind of took a like a little went a little south you know and i didn't really get as focused in school as i should have been uh -huh. you know so yeah i played a little basketball in high school but i really didn't play enough to, to my potential where i could have and I played a little bit of football, but I only did one season of football, and I just decided that, you know, that wasn't for me. I did some wrestling, you know. I did a season of wrestling in high school. Um, uh, I did an outside uh, uh, swim team. I didn't join the swim team at school. I did a swim team on the outside of school. But um, most of my sports was, you know, at just extracurricular nothing really like major so so stuff that you did in your free time not yeah mostly in my free time mostly with my friend you know the the guys that we were hanging out with uh one of the things that we used to do when we were here in san diego is we would just go to the elementary schools because the elementary schools back in the day their 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 courts their rims were way shorter they were way shorter man i think they were only like six foot rims mm -hmm. right and everybody wanted to be Michael Jordan back in the day when I was a kid, you know? So we would go and have pickup games at the elementary school so we could dunk on each other, <laughs> you know? And just feel like we were, like, big balling, you know, type thing. And that made it a lot a lot more fun for us as far as, you know, playing the the sport. Yeah, I, um, I didn't really get into any kind of sports no. at, at any point. In fact, I was more on the fanfare side than anything else of but in a, a different way not just so much watching sport but like i started my parents got me into music yeah i remember hearing something that you used to play some music uh, yeah stuff. so it started out with me when i was really young mm -hmm. my parent my my parents wanted me to start playing the violin okay and i hated it right i got calluses on my thumbs because when a lot of people don't know that when you first start learning how the to play string instruments, when you start learning to play a violin, yeah, you don't start with the the bow that you hold in your hand to strum across the strings. Right. You start by holding, you know, holding your fingers on the neck of the violin and plucking them. Oh, nice. Yeah. To learn which string Does makes what sound. sound. Yeah, okay. That makes okay. sense. And then you advance to the bow. And I hated all of that. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't fun for me. So then, um, in my mind, this was a different time. You know, uh, I was given the opportunity to choose a different instrument. Mm -hmm. Now, when we were growing up, we cared about things that were oriented towards our gender yeah yeah and i looked at the instruments you know 
And at that time, you know, some instruments seemed like the flute, the clarinet. Those seemed like girl instruments. Yeah, I got you. I get you. And then I think I wanted to play drums, but Mm -hmm. we lived in an apartment complex, and my mom thought that they would be too loud. Mm -hmm. She didn't realize later on that they have, like, practice pads that don't make any kind of sound. It's all quiet, yeah. Okay. So it got down to be my choice between a trumpet and a saxophone. I played the saxophone. Really? Yeah. So I looked at the saxophone and I was like, man, that just that has a whole bunch of like buttons and yeah, stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, it did. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to mess with all that. And yeah. I looked, so I looked at the trumpet and I'm like, oh, oh three, three buttons. buttons. Sold, right? Right, right. So, so easy money. From the fifth grade uh-huh. all the way through high school. Played the trumpet. I played the trumpet. Nice, man. Uh, and so I saw the the fanfare side of of sports from the stands and right. like be, by being in marching band. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. So you got into the band? Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. And, and the cool <laughs> the cool thing about being in band versus at that time versus being in sports uh-huh. is that you didn't have to hold a specific GPA in order to be able yeah, to do it. Then playing the sports. Yeah. You, when when you're in sports, that's what killed me a lot with my sports. I, I think I would have gotten into, into sports if I didn't have to worry about that it's, side of it. Yeah. But it for sports mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Because in junior high, I was actually not not junior high. In the sixth grade, I was actually part of the running club. Oh nice. Track and field. No, just running. Oh just a running club. Oh okay. It was a running club. And the only reason I got into it is because mm. <laughs> my my sixth grade teacher at the time Every morning, mm. one period, back in, even in elementary school in the sixth grade, we had we had uh, separate periods, mm-hmm. but there was like a topic that you would cover each like each hour of the day. Right, right, right. Well, um, the bell would ring, okay, and all of the students in all the other classes would go to their class, uh-huh. and we would have PE first thing every morning, without fail, okay. unless we had a sub. Right. And what did we do for PE? Run. We ran. Yeah. No dodgeball. No. No kickball. No. No softball, no soccer, no football. You're running. Just run. Right. Okay? Yeah. Then that, learning how to run in elementary school, prepared me for junior high, where every once in a while you had to run the mile. Right. Did so you ever you, have to run the mile? Yes, I did. I didn't. I I was I was an athlete, so I didn't mind the the right. peas and you know and the exercise, and I enjoyed so it. I could have done something mm-hmm. with like the running, right? Because I had gotten used to it from yeah from elementary school, three years of junior high. Right. Like, everybody has a middle school now, but it was three years of junior high. Uh-huh. So when I started high school, I didn't start as a freshman. Right. I started as a sophomore. Yeah. I could have jumped into track and field or something like that yeah no i I, but yeah the academic i I didn't care about the scholarship side of school no that's where i mainly that's where most of my my failures i guess you can say came in me not pursuing athletics to my full extent in high school is because i didn't really focus on my grades as much as i i could have but now that I look back of it, though, to be honest with you, 
I find more enjoyment now in sports because uh, I started, uh, I became a coach. Right. Once I started, you know, being a parent and having, you know, kids of my own, I, uh, I found that I got more enjoyment of coaching those games that I love to play as in my adolescence to, you know, not only my girls, but, you know, other, other kids as well. Right. You know, cause, um, I, I taught, I would, my, I got my girls, you know, and I got the mm-hmm. girls into, uh, uh, basketball, right. you know, uh, both my girls. And then I coached their basketball teams for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And then I, I jumped over and started coaching the boys high school and, and junior high teams, you know, and, and then you helped out a little bit with the football too. Yeah. The football, the high school. Right. Yeah. And then I did the high school football. I coached, I, I was a, a, a defensive uh, coach for the high school football team for a while. And man, that just brought so much, you know, excitement to it. It actually made it, it was more exciting for me to be on a sideline coaching those kids, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to mold them into doing what we were able to accomplish with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you, I remember you showing me plays that you had drawn up. Yeah. You're like, hey, this is, this play works this way. And, Oh man, and I remember you telling me stories like, you know, you you would have a certain plays lined up and um they would execute it. Yeah. And a referee came over to you and told you if you run that play every time, you guys will score every time or something. Every like time. Yeah. yeah. There was because we were playing against certain there was to be certain teams like, yeah, the ref I had referees come up to me and be like, dude, if you keep running that play, you're gonna score every time. Right. Right. Because the teams that you know, there there are those teams that you play against that you just like you know that they're not that great. And but they're they're not as prepared. They're not as prepared. And, and they haven't seen your if anything scheme. if anybody knows me they're ex- they they know that I I like to come prepared you know what I mean right and you mix it up too yeah you're bringing something new to the team yeah. that they haven't seen or used yeah and the guy that I coached with is a good buddy of mine uh, and uh, he's he's a really good coach so it was fun to learn from him it was a good experience for me you know and at some point I I, I just recently stopped coaching a while ago actually. But it would be nice to, at some point, to be able to start doing that again, you know. But, um, yeah, the, I, just being involved in, you know, kids' lives and these, uh, like we were saying, with the games and stuff like that. You know, with you, like me and you used to, we kind of met hanging out and playing, started playing video games together. And, well, you know. Uh, yeah, and um, that... That brings us like a whole other podcast that we could probably talk about with just, you know, that's, I think where a lot of our, our original hanging out started, yeah. you know, um, you know, your wife was doing daycare for my son. Yeah. That was yeah. part of it. And then that kind of grew to like hanging out. And I mean, I can remember countless hours that we would stay up either trying to finish every aspect of Mario Golf. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we played some serious hours on Mario Golf, man, when it first came out. Because we found out, I mean, this is pre-internet. Right. You know, where you couldn't just 
or like YouTube. You couldn't watch a video of how somebody else did it. No, man, this is learn on the fly. Right. Yeah. It's like figure it out yourself. But we found out that there were like unlockable characters. Yes. You know, I remember that. Um, yeah, like I do. Donkey Kong, there was a spur- certain thing that needed to be done in order to get him. In, o- in order yeah. to get him, yeah. and then there was like Metal Mario, right? And then I think there was like every course I, you had to get a, a hole before par or yeah, something like that. Not that, not to not to like just throw this out there, but I just remember I remember us playing a lot, but I also just remember you always kicking my butt. <laughs> Because you were like, I don't understand it. Like, you were, like, so good at playing these video games, right? It just, it got to this point, like, I was, I would try to sit there and figure it out. And then it never failed. Like, every time a new system come out, it seemed like there was one more button that I had to push. (laughs) Yeah. Remember? You know what I mean? I was like, whatever happened to just A and B? Right. Right? Remember? And now it's A, B, and C. And then A, B, C, D, and E. (laughs) Remember when we were playing Tiger Woods golf and you had to like prime up the power yeah, right? right and then there was like this one black or white button at the top of the that controller. you had to try to hit with your pinky finger <laughs> exactly in order to execute it yeah i yeah. was like come on i like it's it's a lot the controllers have gotten better since they then. St- they've gotten better but now they now now they have x triangle zero you know octagon well, it's not x just... y <laughs> Z, double X, <laughs> trigger finger, left trigger finger, right upper trigger finger, and I'm just like, wow. I mean, I'm, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I think for me, I just kind of, I stay with the trend of video games. You do have, dude. Only because, <clears throat> I mean, I was, I was seduced by video games at a very young age. You were. My grandparents... Yeah. Um, on my dad's side, my grandmother had an Atari. Right. Before I ever like really saw video games. Yeah, you you and have. She exposed it to me, uh-huh. and then it was that was like my gateway drug. Right. And I had Atari forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of my friends had the regular Nintendo when that first came out. Right. But I didn't. But I love video games so much. I remember saving my money uh-huh. to buy Super Mario Brothers three, which was a mega hit when it came out. Right, and I would take that over to my friend's house to play. So you just had the game. I just had the game. You didn't have the console. Uh uh-uh. uh But you was you was you were packing the game and bringing it to your friend's house. Right. That's. that's and about. then I remember one Christmas I had found out that. My best friend mm-hmm. was getting a Super Nintendo for for his birthday. Right, right, right. And I went home and told my parents about it, and then they forked out the money for me to have one too to get you one. You know, nice. And then that kind of that made it easier growing up with video games because you wouldn't buy the same video games that your friend had. No, you would get something different. You would get something different. Or why would you buy what your friend had? No. That wouldn't, you know, yeah, you would want to buy like something, he, yeah, because you, I mean, you would, you, you, your friend can bring it over, right? And you can play, you can, or no, when you're done with your game and he's done with his, then you swap. Yeah, you do the swap. And if it, it just happened to be two players, right. then when you're together, you guys can play two players. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But that just went on and on and on, and, um, you know, yeah. the, the, 
next month the PS5 is actually coming out. Yeah, I know it is, man. But I don't. That's I, a, I have. That's a, what. I, that's a six hundred dollar bill right there, isn't it? No, it's 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 there's. Okay, so times have changed, mm-hmm. and they actually have two different consoles they're releasing. Right. The. The basic model and then like the DVD model or something. Yeah, like there's that, one right? that you can play discs on. Yeah. And then there's one that's fully digital. Right. And it's a hundred dollar difference between each one. Might as well the, just pay the extra hundred bucks, man. The one with the disc is five and then the one without is four. So if it doesn't have the disc in it and it's all digital, you just download all the games directly to the PC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That to me seems like it's more efficient. It is, but then, but how much hard drive does it have? How much holding power? I mean, can you, how many games can you store on there? Well, it, if I buy something, am I going to have to erase something in order to, you know? Well, I don't think that you fully erase it once you pay for it. So if you wanted to go back and download it again, again? you you could. Right. It would just My, save it like in a file. No, in the cloud. Okay, I get you. I get you. But I think the bigger issue is more that, you know, uh, you have places like GameStop where... Are those still exist? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought those went out like... <laughs> like Tower Records and no, 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 uh, no. the Warehouse. No, <laughs> me, no Blockbuster, Blockbuster, Blockbuster Video. That they still no. have GameStops. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so instead of getting the game brand new and right. paying for it to be downloaded, right? I mean, when you get the the hard drive, you can get you can wait a while and get a cheaper version, right, of a used game. Right. Instead of because the newer games are going to be like seventy bucks. Seventy dollars for a game, yeah. dude. As it is now, they're like sixty-five brand new. Holy crap, man! That's about as much as it is to buy a cell phone. Mm, I don't know. Some cell phones now are like a grand. True. That's true. You know, but think about all the things you can do on your cell phone. That's true too. It's basically a PC in your pocket, right? Like, but you don't even pay like seventy-five dollars for a. A CD to listen to music on anymore, or a movie. Nobody buys CDs anymore. Or a movie. You don't buy movies anymore on hard copy, really. I buy movies all the time. I know, but more and pe- more I guess people. It's just I'm old school. More and more people aren't though, right? The guys at work tell me, "Man, you're old school." I said, "Why you say that?" And I said, "Because you still write on paper." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I like I like using a pen and a pad." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. I just I guess it's me. You know, no, I, I carry a notepad sometimes at work to help me remember. Yeah, what's going on? But you got these other guys that, you know, everything with them is just all digital. It's and, all on their cell phone. Yeah. No, yeah. or voice memo. Hey. Hey. Remind me. Yeah. I need, remind myself to do something for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, I mean, uh, my rule of thumb when new consoles come out mm-hmm. now, because I suffered the red ring of death. Oh, on the Xbox? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is you need to wait a minute for them to be out a little while. I, I wait a full year. Well, it brings the price down, too, sometimes. Yep. There's a price drop, and they can work out any kind of bug patches that they right. might have. Yeah. And then, on top of that, you can also wait for the game library to build up. Exactly. And then they'll drop the, they'll drop the price on some of those games that... Um, 
have been out for that year. Now, you, know, you might get a little discount on them. The, the, the cool thing about the new consoles that they're coming out with is they're learning how to make the games that you already do own yeah. carry over to the new console. Yeah, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine at work, and there was a lag in that for a little bit where they you, you had a couple of the... I think it mainly was with um, uh, the, the PlayStation games where they had this... You couldn't do the crossover... Yeah, at between one and two, they didn't. Between two and three, only certain consoles, I think, did. Yeah. And then between the three and four, I think it might have been only certain games did. But right. now between the four and five, they're, they're having the majority, majority of them be, be able, available. Right, but you still can't play games from one and two and three and four. And, no. See, I, to me, that just doesn't make sense. I mean, why yeah, would a lot of people are upset. Why would you do that? Why would you make consoles that don't allow you to play games from other consoles? Is that just because maybe the the technology well in those discs? It's, are... it's almost like I mean, I'm sure that they can later on. They can make it available. Maybe like an adapter for it or some Not sort so much of an adapter. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, I think that it would be better for them because, like, PlayStation has something called Play, uh, PlayStation Now, I think it's called. Okay. And with that, it's actually a subscription. You pay, like, $10 a month. Right, and you, you, can, know, you can play games on... You can play games that are available in the cloud right. whenever. I subscribe to PlayStation Plus, and mm. it gives you two free games every month that right. you can download and play. Okay. That's how I get the basketball game that we, right, right. We, were we were playing the other day. Yeah. yeah, that was free. I didn't pay for that. No. Okay. Yeah, well, and I don't have to pay. And when it, it eventually it'll happen when I do acquire a PS Five. Right. The most recent Madden that I got, I won't have to buy for the new console. Right. Because it'll be compatible. Who's on the cover of Madden this time? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Right, last year's. They still have that curse with the the. No, is that over? That curse is over. Yeah, it's it's been broken for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, a long while. Yeah, because I remember they had that curse for a while with the Madden, where somebody would get on it because they'd have a good season that that year before, and then. Yeah, he the was, next season they would. He like, was. Uh, ah, no. He was the M, uh, MVP last year, and so they put him on the. They cover. put him on the cover. The cover before that was. Obviously, you know, it wasn't broken. I mean, it, that the curse was gone because it was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then he comes out and wins Super Bowl. <laughs> and he was the MVP the year, the year before, before before he was on that cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah, um, there's a lot of, you know, up-and-coming tech mm -hmm. video game-wise. But even those consoles... Yeah, it's, it's an entertainment center. Almost. It is, man. They, that's all it is. You know, because you, know. you, you. I watch. I watch Netflix. I watch Hulu, Amazon, mm -hmm. um, YouTube, all and they're those. all coming. They're all available on those units. Exactly. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. They're all available for you to just watch anything. Stream right out of stream, your stream. Exactly. Right, right out, out of, of the console. console. Yeah. Exactly. Which is. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, totally 
you know, that to me that's a pretty awesome thing, you know, that they were, where you're able to do that in those consoles now, you know. So it makes sense to me to get something like that. Because then you, if you want to play games, you can play games. If you don't want to play games, then, you know, um, you know, you, uh, you still can stream your movies, your, your, like you said, the Netflix, Hulu, whatnot out of it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, as far as where we came when we were kids playing tag, you know, in the park or what was the one that you played? The... La Migra Boyos. Yeah, La Migra Boyos, you know, um, or Tag in the Fog. And we've come a long way for kids now to be able to just do whatever they want, play whatever kind of games they want. Right. You know, on a system that makes it look like it's actually live. Right. Which is crazy. With VR now. Yeah, the technology now is just ridiculous mm-hmm. you know it comes, it, it's come so far to playing in the street <laughs> and enjoying that time to to, oops, to where it is now I sit my wife's piano <laughs> so um, yeah it's crazy it's so crazy yeah um, just uh, while we're about to wrap up I just wanted to uh, you know recognize you know, at the beginning of our podcast today, we played a little bit of uh, Van Halen. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, big impact in the music community. Right. Definitely. So, so um, my heart goes out to uh, his family during that loss. Yeah. Definitely goes out to their family in hopes that uh, they're able to get through this, uh, this difficult time mm-hmm. with uh, some peace. And, uh, yeah, our prayers go out to them. Definitely. Yeah. All right, and um, I just wanted to thank all five people that have listened to our podcast Woo-hoo! so far. Just and remember, we take it. Hey, we are not professionals in what we're doing Negative, here. We we're, are not. We're just uh, hanging out in Jason's kitchen, actually, just recording this podcast. Right. So we're starting from scratch. We're learning as we go, and uh, we want any kind of feedback from any of you. Comments, feedback, uh, help, please. We're, we're going to work on trying to start up a, a Facebook account and maybe Instagram, but for now, we'd really appreciate your feedback if you could email us at two peas in a podcast show at gmail.com, and I'll spell it out for you. It's T-W-O-P-S-I-N-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Just hit us up. Give us some feedback. Yeah, good, if you bad, want us to, better, best. It doesn't matter. If you want us to talk about something, let us know. Throw us some topics. If you don't like what we're talking about, let us let know. Let us know. Uh, right. We appreciate any feedback. Yeah, uh, definitely. And we appreciate you listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family about us. If yeah. you think that they're like what we have to talk about, to share it with them. And uh, we'll be back with our next podcast. And... Uh, talking about a whole new topic new topic no same bad time same bad channel exactly (laughs) and um just remember to stay safe yeah peace out